she's going to give me that single. Thank you, Miss Cheryl. My topic fits right in with that last song and some of the other songs that were sung were in chapter two of Daniel. And he wanted to know the future, so he consulted his magicians, conjurers, conjurers are someone who makes up something. So I'm gonna see it, you can see it on your screen right now. Nebuchadnezzar had a dream for which he demanded, uh, he demanded not merely the interpretation, but the content of the dream itself. A much harder demand, not to say impossible. I'm going to read that again and then go on. Nebuchadnezzar had a dream for which he demanded not merely the interpretation. I want you to come before me, you procrastinators, you wizards. But the content of the dream, a much harder demand, not to say impossible. I want you to know right away, I'm going to take a diversion off of this, but there's a diversion within the context. So as we go along, I expect you to say amen. Can I get an amen? <laughs> because some of it certainly applies to all of us. His own wise men, the Chaldeans, were not able to tell him the dream or its meaning. So he made the sweeping decision. He's a king, so-called. So, so he made the sweeping decision that all the wise men, including Dan Daniel, who was known for interpreting dreams, and his companions, so not only his dreamers, his interpreters, but Daniel himself was known for interpreting dreams. And his companions, Daniel had his Jewish Christians with him, should be destroyed. I'm going to get rid of all of you if you don't tell me what the contents of my dream is. I'm the king. Not only the contents, where does this dream come from? Well, after you tell us what the dream is, Nebuchadnezzar, we'll interpret the dream. But don't forget that this king, Nebuchadnezzar, says, I want you to call back what is the contents of this dream and its interpretation. However, before we speak of Nebuchadnezzar's impossible demand, what does the Bible say about dreams itself? Can I get a witness? And here's where you start in. Mark 10, 27. And Jesus looking upon them himself with men, this is what? Impossible. With men. 
But with God, all things are what? Impossible. I'm going to say that again. I'm not going to keep it in. I'm keeping it in context. But what did Jesus say? With men, this is impossible. Now you do the last part. But with God, what? Come on. All things are possible. Does it not apply to you and me? And I'm going to stop right here. How many brothers and sisters, aunts, uncles, oh, he's impossible. And yet God says, all things are what? They're all possible with God. Are you praying for a brother and sister, daughter, wife, cousin? You don't, you know who it is. Don't give up on them. Can I get a witness? Amen. Daniel didn't give up on his God. Don't you give up on whoever you're praying for. Don't you give up on uncles, aunts, cousins, husbands, daughters. Now what do you think about that? Can I get a witness? Amen. How many times has Yeshua, that's what I call him, looked upon you? He is saying to you and me, don't give up. I'm going to do this in my name. Can I get a witness? I'm going to read that bottom. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's move on to the scriptures and the appropriate comments with them. Number three. Have you had some impossibilities in your life? Why not trudge? I know it says try. Why not try? And this goes back to Daniel. The stone. I like to say that. And the Bible says a stone. Why not trust? the stone which was cut out of the mountain without hands. Can I get a witness? Do you know that stone that was cut out of the mountains without hands? That sounds to me like someone you and I know. His name is who? Jesus. The stone. A stone cut out of the mountains without hands. I'm going to ask you right now. No, I'm not getting off the subject or deviating too much. Do you know him? Some of you right now, and I don't know who you are, have you tried the stone? David knew that stone cut out of the mountains without hands. And so did Daniel. Number four. Now, in the second year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar had dreams, and his spirit was troubled, and his sleep left him. I can't even recall what I was dreaming about, but it does trouble me. There's something disturbing me, and I want you magicians, you soothsayers, and whoever's in my court, when I call you before me, I want you to tell me the whole content of the dream. I don't know what it is. 
and I want you to give me the interpretation. I'm the king. You must come up. You say you know. You consult the stars. You consult your wizardry. And yet you say you can't come up with that answer. Then the king gave orders to the magicians, the conjurers. I said before, you see it underlined. They come up with different things. Sorcerers and the Chaldeans to tell the king his dreams. So they came in and stood before him, probably trembling. King, there is no king. I, it's going to say it. There is no king, O Nebuchadnezzar, that ever told us to do it. You tell us the dream and we'll give you the interpretation. No, the king says, you're going to tell me what the very dream was and the interpretation. The king said to them, I had a dream in my spirit. It's anxious to understand the dream. Then the Chaldeans spoke to the king in Aramaic. Oh, king, live forever. Tell the dream to your servants and we will declare the interpretation. That's as much we can do. We can't do. But this king... I know I'm repeating myself. This king, he knows what he wants, and he demands what he wants. Number five. Then the Chaldean spoke to the king in Aramaic, O king, live forever, tell the dream to your servants, and we will declare the interpretation. That's what you call sweet talking the king. Can I get a witness? Some of you, you've been sweet talked by some so-called friends of yours and you, they, they led you down the wrong alley. Can I get a witness? I'm telling you right now and I know it's on another page. You had better watch who you listen to. I should say watch and be suspicious of anyone who doesn't use the Bible, the pivotal source of all resources, to talk to you. Can I get a witness? You had better stop listening to those worldly sources. I don't know who you are. I've done it. Number six, notable comments, more well about the Chaldeans. The Chaldeans, I know I said the Chaldeans. The Chaldeans were so much addicted to the study of heavenly motion. I'm gonna listen to the stars. They're gonna tell me what to tell you, King. And to make procrastinations from them that the word Chaldean, now get this, the word Chaldean is used both in Greek and Latin, authors of astrology. According to this verse, we find them used in Daniel 2.4 for the magicians were of that sort. The people were so addicted, they couldn't listen to anybody else or wouldn't listen to anybody else. How about you, number seven? That's right, I use this as a p 
pivotal point of using the word addicted. How about it, ladies and gentlemen? I don't know who you are, so I'm not picking on you. Alcohol, you addicted? Cell phones, I see some people, especially young kids, walking down the street with a cell phone in their hand, not even watching the traffic. Can I get a witness? You had better be unaddicted because someone, adults too, pornographic literature, you addicted? The Chaldeans were not pornographic intended, but they certainly were addicted. Gambling, spend every dime, but you won't give a dime to the church. Can I get a witness? You can spend money on booze and everything else, but you can't get one dollar to the church. You name it. You know what you're addicted to. I'll tell you one thing we all ought to be addicted to. The Word. It's the Word. Psalmist says, there's one thing I honor. I magnify above my own name. The Word. If we could just be addicted to the word like we do with other things, we'd be a lot better off. Number eight, the king's command. The king replied to the Chaldeans, the command for me is firm. I'm not going to change my mind. You're not going to change my mind just because you're rubbing my back. If you do not make known to me the dream and its interpretation, you will be torn to bits. That's what it's basically saying. You will be torn limb from limb, and your houses will be a rubbish heap. But if you declare the dream and its interpretation, get that, I have it underlined. But if you declare the dream and its interpretation, I'm agreeing. You had better get this straightened out. You will receive gifts from me and a reward and great honor. Therefore, declare to me the dream and its interpretation. And they answered and said a second time, let the king tell the dream to his servants. And we declare the interpretation. Number nine, bargaining for one's life, probably trembling in their shoes by this time. The king declared, I know for certain that you are bargaining for time inasmuch as you have seen that the command for me is permanent. I'm gonna say it again. This king was proud that if you do not make the dream known to me, there's only one decree from you, for you have decreed together to pick let me say it right, for you have agreed together to speak lies. Let's get together. I don't know what to say to the king. 
I don't want to, let's, let's make this up. We gotta get, we gotta agree. <sighs> Speak loudly and corrupt words before me until the situation is changed. Therefore, tell me the dream that I may know that you had, that you can't declare it. Let's all agree, let's all agree. We gotta get this, our lives are at stake. Later on, they'll start that process. The Chaldeans answered the king and said, there's not a man on earth who can declare the matter for the king. It is much as no great king or queen has ever anything like this or the magicians, conjurers, or Chaldeans. Moreover, the thing which the king demands is difficult. And there is no one else who can declare. I know it didn't say that. There is no one who can declare this dream except the gods. You expect us to do this? Whose dwelling place is not one mortal man. King, why are you expecting so much for us or from us when no mortal man is able to do that? Number 11. Mm. There's not a mortal man on earth. This is number 10. None but the living God can reveal the secrets of the fortune. I know it says a dream or future. All who pretend to be supernaturally knowledge of the coming events from any source are deceivers. And when they're their dream is once forever tested. They will, like the Chaldeans, be confounded and put to shame. <clears throat> I'm going to intervene right here. Even, I know it's later on, even in the Christian congregation, there are some people who say they know the future. Can I get a witness? And later on, they've been proven false. I'm going to say it again. You better watch and pray who you listen to. Because if it doesn't agree with the word of God, it's false. And I, I'm not going to say it because I know you know a few. There are a few among Christianity itself know the word verbatim, talk to you about the word, and later on you found that they were false prophets. Can I get a witness? Listen what the scriptures say is the evidence of a false prophet. I will raise up a prophet from among the countrymen like you, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that I command them. And it shall come about that whoever will not listen to my words, which he shall say in my name, I myself will require it again. But the prophet, verse 20, 
the prophet who shall speak a word presumptuously in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or which he shall speak in the name of the other gods, that prophet shall die. The king becomes outraged because of this the king became indignant and very furious and gave orders to destroy all the wise men of Babylon later on reveals if we don't get to it right away he had the wise men the magicians the conjurers he had a slate immediately So the decree went forth that the wise men should be slain and they looked for Daniel and his friends to kill them. Quote, this is from the Family Bible Church. It is natural that he makes unreasonable demands of his fellow men should manifest unreasonable rage as their inability to comply, comply means to go along with his orders, his wishes, his desires. I'm going to stray just a little bit. I'm going to ask you to do this for yourself. Don't make demands of people when you're fully outraged. Can I get a witness? You usually, and I usually make a grave mistake. Number 14. Have you ever identified some false prophets even among we, that's right, we, confessing Christians? Since I went on that already, I'm not going to go over it again. Though the king, number 15, though Pharaoh and Nebuchadnezzar made use of these as their great models. Yet God baffled them by Moses and Daniel and forbade his people the use of toleration of them because they are an abomination. Once again, I don't know who you are, but if you caught what I just said, and I hope you did, I didn't, I didn't make this up, I'm quoting. I hope that you are not using horoscopes and Ouija boards and all that stuff. They are an abomination to God. Can I get a witness? Amen. Christians, you have the word of God. And even if you don't understand it, like Daniel, you can ask God to help you. I'm going to say this, and I didn't mean this. I, I, I mean to say it because I am saying it. Don't you dare come before God and saying you're using Ouija boards and all that paraphernalia. Right. 
In answer to prayer, number 16, Daniel learned from the Lord in a night vision the nature of the dream and the interpretation of it. In thanks, Daniel blessed the God of heaven with a beautiful prayer of praise. Then he went to Ariz, I always get this name, Arioch, to prevent the further killing of the wise men. The king had already started the process of killing the wise men. He didn't get to Daniel yet. Arioch, he brought Daniel before the king. I know the answer. I want to go over this again. Daniel learned from the Lord in a night vision, the nature of the dream. Can you picture that? This Jewish Christian, he is God. Are you having trouble with different things? I am. Who do you go to? You go to the Lord. Then Daniel replied with discretion and discernment to Arioch, the captain of the king's bodyguard, who had gone before to slay the wise men. Stop! Stop! Here comes Daniel, this Jewish Christian. He seems to know what he's talking about. He said to Arioch, the commander, I know it says the king's commander, for what reason is the decree from the king so What are you going to do this in such a hurry? I'm furious. I'm the king. Then Ariok informed Daniel about the dream. So Daniel went in and, and requested to the king that he would give him time in order that he might declare the interpretation to the king. And then Daniel went to his house and informed his friends Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah about the matter so that they might request compassion from the God of heaven. Concerning this mystery, so that Daniel and his friends would not be destroyed with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. I'm hoping that I didn't miss this, and I didn't. And it's going to be later on. He consulted the Lord, and he let the Lord do the talking. Can I get a witness? Amen. When you go let the Lord do the talking, and he confessed, he confessed to God, I thank you, Lord, that you revealed to me praises the Lord. Then the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a night vision. Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Daniel said, let the name of God be blessed forever and ever for wisdom and power belong to him. It is he who changes the nights and the epics. He remains kings. No, not he reigns kings. He 
removes kings and establishes kings. He gives wisdom to wise men and knowledge to men of understanding. You're going to get tired of me. That's all right. Here's all the wisdom you need. Right here. I, I don't want to say you shouldn't consult other godly Christians, and you should. And not only should you be with godly Christians, we, notice I said, but we need to talk to godly Christians. Can I get a witness? And we need to consult godly Christians for your wisdom. I'm going to say it again. I don't know why I'm saying You better stop going to those Ouija boards. You better stop going to those tarot cards. Can I get a witness? God is going to hold you and me responsible. Christian or non-Christian. Verse 20, let the name of God be blessed forever and ever. Oh, let the king be blessed. That's what the wise men said. But this verse says, let the name of God be blessed forever. It is he who reveals the profound and hidden things. He knows what is in the deep. I know it said darkness. I know it said that. And the light, I'm going to say this again, God knows who you are, when you're born, the minute you're going to die, and whether you're going to get place in him. Can I get a witness? Someday, that king, Nebuchadnezzar, is going to die. Someday, you and I are going to die. God knows your heart. I hope I don't hear this phrase too often. Oh, God knows my heart. He knows what circumstances. He's going to excuse me. In some instances, God's not going to excuse you. Because he knows you can do better. But you keep on procrastinating. Oh, I'm going to do better this day and that day. To you. Oh God, my Father, verse 23, I give thanks and praise for you have given me wisdom. I'm going to say it again. You want wisdom? Consult this book. And stop procrastinating. You can read everything, but you can't read the book. But I thank God I know some Christians who are doing their best. They might not even be their own kids. I know some who are not even their own kids. Let's get into the word. Twenty-one. I even put tape on his bill better. Daniel gave thanks. David gave thanks. How many things in your life, and I want you to raise your hand, I'm about to read this. 
how many things in your life and mine have we given thanks to God? Can I get a raise your hand? Amen. How many times? I'm going to read it again. For how many things in your life and mine? I just spoke to a lady this morning and I would not dare not point anyone out. She's got problems with her wrist. She got problems with her knees like mine. She fell down the steps. And she really got hurt. Had to take her to the hospital. But she's still praising the Lord. Can I get a witness? Amen. How about you and me? Every time you fall, oh Lord, why did you let that happen to me? I don't know why it happened to you. But you got breath enough to praise Jesus Christ. I got to thank the Lord, not personally, I'm not saying me, there's people who I know, they got off of alcohol, they got off of pornographic literature, don't you ever think I'm perfect because I need to thank the Lord every day. Amen. Thank you. Cousin, listen to Paul's thanks. That great apostle to the Jew and to the Gentile. And by their prayer for you, which long after you for the exceeding, say exceeding. I'm going to say something. It's not derogatory. I, by the prayer for you. My nose said Anne. Lead to thank the Lord for his exceeding grace. You and I are alive today because of God's grace. Amen. Daniel was alive to tell the king because he prayed to God. Thanks be unto God. Paul was so overwhelmed by God's grace. Thanks be unto God for this. He couldn't even say it. Unspeakable gift. Poor by grace. That's the unspeakable gifts. For by grace are you saved. Through faith. 23. Here's another prayer or so. It is good. Say it is good. Did you hear that? It is good. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. L-O-R-D, capital. That means the ultimate God. And to sing praises. And I can't sing it. 
and I'm not even going to try. It's a good thing to give praise to the Lord. I lost my thought and it just came back. Jesus is the best thing that ever happened. Can you say that? Is he the best thing that ever happened to you? Or was your girlfriend or a car or some other addiction? Is are they the best thing you ever had? You better change your bearing. It's a good thing to give thanks to God. I want to ask you again. Why don't you get jealous for God and say it's a good thing to give praise to you. Rejoice in the Lord. Capital. You righteous. Are you righteous? Then you ought to be giving thanks. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Capital. Call on his name. Make his name. Make his known. Make his deeds known. Tell other people about him. That's what Daniel did. I can't make no demands out of you. I'm just a man. But I, I can ask you, sometime today, many times today, giving thanks, giving praise. Then Ariad hurriedly brought Daniel into the king's presence and spoke to him about this matter. I have, I'm a man among the exiles. Who's the exiles? Did you know the Jewish people were in exile? To the Babylon? They, he, I'm going to say this before I go on. When God's people, this is what happened to the Jewish people. When God's people get too big for their britches, God, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm not going to worship you. I'm going to do my own thing. Time after time after time, the Lord God sent them into exile. What do you mean by that? I mean he's going to chastise his people. If you think you're going to get away with all that stuff, you Christians, you're mistaken. God's going to correct you. There were some harsh words, but that's the Bible. Time after time after time, when the Jewish people wouldn't obey God, he sent them into exile. Then Ariok hurriedly went in. Stop, stop the slaughtering king. They were being slaughtered. His, his demands were right away. Stop it, king. The king said to Daniel, whose name was Belshazzar. Are you able to make known to me the dream which I have seen and its interpretation? Daniel answered before the king said, as for the mystery about which the king has inquired, neither wise men. I want you to focus on what Daniel said. Conjurers, all you so-called 
musicians put together. You can come up with something. Magicians or diviners, I know it says diviners, are able to clear it to the king. However, there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries and he has made known to King Nebuchadnezzar what will take place in the latter days. This was your dream and the visions in your mind while you were on your bed. Here's my personal note from the author. Daniel and his Jewish companions knew can you say new? Yeah. Do you know this God? Do you know him? Do you know him so close that you can save what the Bible says? Colossians 127 Christ among you, Christ in you. You can look it up. I'm not going to look it up. Colossians 127, Christ in you, inside the hope of glory. That's in the New Testament. In the beginning, God, in the beginning, the Old Testament, let us make man. Daniel knew this, us, even though he isn't revealed at that time, it still let us make man in But as for me, number 26, as for you, O king, while on your bed, your thoughts turn to what would take place in the future. I gotta know. Yes, I can tell you, King Nebuchadnezzar, I can tell you because it was revealed to me by the Lord. I'm going to say it is often that you and I, I'm not saying all the time, in a sense it is, in a sense it is, just stay with me. I know what's going on. I know what's going on because the Lord revealed it to me. Can I get a witness? Don't you dare take credit for something not only God can do. Can I get a witness? And God is going to be it of your soul. In Acts, one man because he took credit for what God does. Some of you know this episode, and, I, and this is not in my notes. He took credit for it. And God turned him into a a heap pile of worms ate him up. 
I'm going to say it again. Don't take credit for something that you didn't do. It was God who let you walk and talk and eat and sit down and read and fellowship. But as for me, verse 30, this mystery has not been built to me for any wisdom reciting in me more than any other living man, but, the, but for the purpose of making the interpretation known to the king and that you may understand the thoughts of your mind. I only got three pages to go. Twenty-seven. Daniel humbled, humbly prayed that God would consider or would disturb. Daniel humbly prayed that God would discover to him the king's dream and the meaning of it. He prayed. He had praying friends and valuable friends. Say praying friends. Can, can you say praying friends? You got any praying friends? I hope you do. Praying friends are valuable friends. And it will become the greatest and best men to desire the prayers of others. I'm going to tell you. It's good to pray with your friends. Amen. You're not a one man, one woman praying. We all need friends. I mean, true friends. Can I get a witness? Friends who will not go out and say, I was talking to Brother Bruce and this is what he told me. You don't need those kind of friends. Let us show that we value. I got some friends said, I'm praying for you. I got some friends I didn't even know. I got some friends who, who talked to me on the, on the phone and said, I'm praying for you. They were praying, they were at a distance, but they were praying. And whatever we pray for, we can expect Nothing but it was a gift. Brother Bruce, I'm going to answer that prayer. Not because you deserve it, but because of my mercy. God gives us leave in prayer to tell our friends. You got some close friends you can depend on. Do you? I hope you do. You got some good friends that they won't tell everybody else, but they can confide in you, just like Nebuchadnezzar's Jewish audience. And I want to say something. I want you to know that these young kids were in exile, away from home.
but they didn't give up on God. Can I get a witness? How about you? You got some family members, uh, some friends, relatives. You're not giving up on them. The plea with God was the pearl they were in. God, if you don't answer this prayer, we're all going to die, including me. Their plea with God was the pearl they were in. The mercy Daniel and his fellows prayed has come to pass. I know it's just bestowed. Their fervent prayers. I'll tell you what. Say fervent. Fervent means urgent. And there's some other adjectives I can't really recall. God, if you don't answer this prayer, Jehovah, yellow Elohim, I'm going to die. All my people. I, I, I said that wrong. And all the other priests in this so-called dynasty, they're going to die. Have mercy on us. Daniel was thanking God for making known that prayer which saved the lives of him and his people. How much more shall we be thankful than Daniel? I didn't say that right. How much more should we be thankful to God? Can you say, say a hallelujah? Are you thankful? You complain all the time. Are you thankful? You know, thankfulness and, and, and complaint, they don't go together. They can't go together. They're opposites. You'd be surprised what would happen when you start thanking God. How much more shall we be thankful to God for making known the great salvation of your soul? How'd that get in there? It belongs in there. How much should we be thankful to God for making known the great salvation? Say great salvation. I'm going to, I don't care who you're talking to. I'm going to say it again. The greatest thing that God could ever do is save your soul. And I don't care what the what the procrastinators say. If you die. Without Jesus, you're lost forever. You can talk any more you want to about, I just go to the grave. One minute after death. You can play with God now. And you can call him a God. I don't care what you call him. I do care what you call him. But for the sake of argument, you can call him a lesser God. Anything you want. But one minute after death. You'll say, I wish I would have listened. I wish I didn't procrastinate. I wish I didn't listen to... If I were you, I wouldn't 
For by grace, Daniel knew him. You think Daniel didn't know this God of grace? Yes, he did. Grace is in the Old Testament. Can I get a witness? The psalmist had many praises of thankfulness. He couldn't have said that unless he knew the great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Titus 2.13 For making known the great salvation of the soul. Nebuchadnezzar didn't know him. Daniel made known that the king had seen a great image. I'm going to tell you what you saw, king. I'm not even going to give you the interpretation. I'm going to tell you what you saw. I'm going to have to continue this to let me do it another week. But I'm going to stop when I'm supposed to. The image's head was a fine gold. Its chest and arms of silver, its belly and thighs of bronze, the legs of iron, its feet partly of iron and partly of clay. Nebuchadnezzar watched while the stone cut out without mountains destroyed the others, destroyed the image and became a great mountain filling the whole earth. Uh, yes, I'm almost done. I'm going to go slow because I'm right on the thing. The image represented the four Gentile kings or Gentile powers that would exercise world dominion. I'm not, I'm not going to go on with this. Number 32. When the king when King Nebuchadnezzar heard Daniel's wisdom, he made him ruler over the whole provinces of Babylon. Then King Nebuchadnezzar fell on his knees. He began to think that Daniel was a god because only the gods could do this. The king answered Daniel and said, Surely your king, your God, is a God of gods and Lord of lords. One more page. Who do you think your king is? Is he the God of gods and Lord of lords? And I haven't the slightest idea why I'm saying this. Or are you the king? You're selfish, you're arrogant, you're thinking you're all that is. You had better lower yourselves. Can I get a witness? We're not the king. We're not Lord. In that same Bible, Lord means master. Are you the master? You think you're the master of the universe? You think that you're the master of your faith? You're mistaken. This is the last slide. Then the king promoted Daniel and gave him many gifts 
and he made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon and chief I'm not going to say that word I have a hard time saying it prefect over all the wise men and Daniel made request of the king and he appointed Shirek, Meshach, and Abednego over the whole administration. Say administration. I didn't mean to say this. Are you the administrator of your kingdom? You think you are. Just get hurt a few times. Can I get a witness? You'll find out whether you're the king. You'll find out whether you're a master. You just fall on your knees sometime and hurt yourself. You'll find out how good you are. I'm saying this because there's a lot of people who think you're sitting on, think you and me, we're not sitting on the throne. I got one person who does. I'm going to name two people. In the beginning, God, and I know I said it already, that's Genesis 1-1. I'm going to give you another in the beginning person. God, let me get it right. Come to me. All you are laden down and heavy burden. Why do you think Daniel was at ease? Come unto me. All you are laden down and heavy burden. And I. I'll give you rest. Can I get a witness? Let's give the Lord a hand.